If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Thechairshot.com. Always use your head. the chair shot radio nation this is your good friend patrick o'dowd joined by his buddy david ungar for the first time in a very long time we are bringing you a new edition of hockey talk that's right we're back hockey talk is back brought to you here as part of the chair shot radio network here on the chairshot.com where we remind you to always use your head the chair Shot.com. Always use your head. And remember, if you love what we do over here at the Chairshot Radio Network on the Chairshot.com, head over to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the Chairshot and invest in one of our mini T-shirt designs. Maybe go long sleeved if you're out here in New England with me, because boy howdy, Dave, we recording on a Sunday. This will air on a Tuesday. It is. Uh, it started snowing Saturday night around eight o'clock. Here we are, 1 p.m. Sunday afternoon. It's still going. It's still going out here in New England. Finally looks like hockey weather out here in New England. Maybe it'll stop by the time this episode airs. You know, that would be that'd be optimal for you <laughs> if you get stops. By they're Tuesday. already they're already battening down the hatches for the next storm. Like, it's really funny. You guys just have them pile up on each other, like one after another, after another and, and that sort of thing. Well, kind of. It's it's. More, it's more been like we get a big one, it all melts away. We get another big one, it all melts away. Uh, because kids, climate change is real. I, I hate to tell you this, we've had 50 degree December, and looking at the forecast for, for New England, like we have this big snow dump, it's like 30 degrees right now. Uh, and then tomorrow, temperatures go up and we'll uh, we'll melt it all off by the time we get to like Wednesday, Thursday, when the next round is supposed to come through. It's 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 always an uncertain time out here in our neck of the woods. But Dave, it, it's been a long time since we've gotten together and talked hockey for various reasons, whether it be the holidays, Patrick has COVID, we didn't feel like it, just all kinds of just reasons slash excuses. I was in Florida. Like It's been like two months, I think, since uh, it's been a really long time. 
I, I will, really long time. I will double check right now and see when is the last time we did this. Yeah, a bit has happened. Hold on. All right. Let's uh this makes for great podcasting kids. It does, you know. It's important for folks to know this that we were we were absent for forever. But wow. and as you mentioned, November 14th. Been November 14th. So, nearly two nearly months. two months since we've done hockey talk. So shame on us, I guess. I mean, like I said, I I went to Disney, you went to Disney. Uh Christmas and New Year's happened. We we tend to record on Sundays, the holidays this year, Christmas Eve, New Year's Eve, those were Sundays. Mondays was was the holiday themselves. So we just we didn't do it. And so folks, we're going to do a lot of catch up today. I I there's going to be some I think it's just going to be sort of a hodgepodge Dave of just kind of catching up on what happened since we last talked. For example, one of my early season predictions regarding my team came true while we were gone. Yeah. The Blues now have a new head hockey coach. Uh, somebody else got fired, too. I can't remember. Somebody else lost their job uh, in the NHL, I, and I don't remember which well, I know manager they, that was. The Oilers fired their coach, but we actually covered that. That happened earlier. In the, and then Oh, yeah, because they were the first one. Yeah, yep. then, then the Blues, then somebody, uh, Ottawa. Ottawa fired their coach, didn't they? Ottawa let their coach go. I think so. I'm scrolling back through the way because the way we communicate, like we do with everything else, is we we roll through and we we look to see. Actually, our conversation and our DM threads seem to be a little bit more about uh, Disney stuff lately. <laughs> There's I've been some news started there. sharing you Disney news. Yeah, been some. <laughs> we're gonna have but, to change this to Disney talk. Pretty. Yeah, the Senators. Yeah, the Ottawa Ottawa's fired their head coach on. December 18th. So DJ Smith said goodbye. No, thanks. I do not want to join Bleacher Report. Uh, Jacques Martin or Martin. I don't know how. I don't know which way he pronounces his name. He took over with um, for for the uh, for the senators. So another like not unsurprising firing. So we had that. Uh, Florida is on a tear. Uh, I'm sure we'll talk about how Florida has won like 12 or so in a row. Like it's some obscene run. Uh, oh no, sorry, seven. They've won like seven in a row. It's 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 been quite a bit. The United States Junior, um, like what is it under the Junior Hockey National Junior Team? They they just won uh, the World Championships this past week. That's awesome. And we've got All Stars. All Star Game is coming, uh, and we'll be we'll be ready to talk about kind of the most fun exhibition in all of sports, if you ask me, in terms of, of the way the NHL has done their all-star weekend skills competition by itself is just, that's just a joy to watch every year, you know, whether, whether we want to admit it or not uh, out there in the rest of the sports world, uh, the three point and dunk contest have nothing on the hockey skills challenge. If you ask me. So that's, I mean, there's just, there's a lot, Dave, big injury news too. Oh yeah, huge injury news. We we'll get to that as well. But um, before we get to anything, let's take our first commercial break, and then let's let's talk coaching change. We'll do we'll do that when we come back on the back end to get us started and do coaching changes in a little once around the league. That sounds like a good place to get caught up. You are listening to Hockey Talk here on the Chairshot Radio Network, part of the Chairshot.com. 
This is your boy, Kenny Killer, telling you to make sure you check out thechairshot.com, bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcasts galore, everything pro wrestling. Make sure you check it out, thechairshot.com. Welcome back, everyone, to Hockey Talk here on the Chairshot Radio Network, a part of thechairshot.com. Patrick O'Dowd, David Algar, here finally for the first time in nearly two months to talk some hockey. Head over pro wrestling tees.com forward slash a chair shot to invest in a chair shot shirt. First time this yes, year, Pat. Happy New first Year. First time, yes. Happy, Happy New year. year to you as well. Uh, I hope you had a good New Year. I, I had a unexciting New Year. So I spent I spent a lot of it with you virtually, of course, but you know. Oh, that's it's adorable, but okay. Yeah. Um all right. So let's let's start with we we touched on this uh before the break. We finally started to see coaching attrition in the NHL. It took a little bit longer to happen than I than I expected. Normally, we get the first week of the season in, and then people start getting fired. That didn't quite happen that way. We only had uh, one major firing prior to us sort of going on our extended hiatus. And then, as we mentioned, uh, Ottawa made a coaching change. And the Blues, the St. Louis Blues, finally... Um, did what I predicted. Their mediocrity was too much. Craig Berube, yes, out in St. Louis. Here's and here's a yeah. And um, Drew Bannister from the Springfield Thunderbirds, the uh, St. Louis Blues AHL affiliate. He moved up. They, it was just this was this was inevitable. Like it was inevitable from the moment things started to fall apart in the COVID season after the pause when the Blues came back and they couldn't ever find their mojo again. and i want to you know you know it's easy to put it all on craig berube uh i don't put it all on craig berube doug armstrong has to answer for some of this because the team has just been systematically since 2019 since they won the cup it's systematically just been dismantled as we lose play lose player after player to other organizations petrangelo i, I mean i lamented the departure of Alex Petrangelo from the St. Louis Blues over to Vegas. When it happened, since it happened, every time the fucker scores a goal, I I moan and groan about it. And, and the Blues just never really built anything in their absence. And so it's been a steady decline. They've never been abysmal, right? Yeah. Like they've just they've they've never been the Blackhawks or or anything like that. They've never been San went, Jose. Just went there, man. Way to go. What? <laughs> Taking Black a shot Hawks, at your I mean, favorite, your alternate favorite team, the Blackhawks. Yeah. Every every year I pick them, they they then do something like go eleven and twenty six with two ties. So at some point, I just need to read the writing that the Blackhawks just aren't there yet, and they still got a lot of work to do, and I need to stop buying them every year. But you know, they're you know, you look at the standings right now; they're in fifth. They're four points behind Nashville, and you know they're they're okay. You know, they went through that usual surge. When you get a new coach, where they they went on a they went and got hot, they are seven and three as of the recording of this podcast in their last ten. They're on a two game winning streak, won a game in OT and a shootout uh, on Saturday. So against the Carolina Hurricanes, so you know the New York Ranger fans are thankful. But you know at the end of the day, like they're still kind of who they are, and that's you know that's a matter of talent. Right at yeah. some point, like they're, they're playing with better energy yeah. and they're they're on an upswing. I just I need to see more before I'm ready to anoint this another turnaround 
coaching change, a la Craig Berube when he got the job in 2019 and took the Blues from worst to the cup. Like, well, we'll, we'll not, see what happens there. And it's not that dire this year because they are presently no. tied for tied for the final wild card spot. There's, what, a three-way tie in right. St. Louis, Seattle, Arizona, one point back. Calgary, too. Boy, that's yeah. really tight out there. Um, yeah, it's yeah, and I mean, playoff races. And I mean, really, realistically, we're coming back and recording this almost at the halfway point of the season now. So, yep. uh, you know, most some of the teams have played 40 games. I know it's an 82-game season and all that stuff. So we're pretty much at the halfway point. So you're starting to see which teams are, are for real and which ones aren't. And the Blues are right there. Uh, you know, they didn't have nearly right. as much work that they had to do in 2019. Um of course, I think they're probably facing some stiffer opposition than they did in 2019. Um, just the teams have gotten better. You got some more dynamic players, um, but they're right there. You you can't complain about their position and and yeah, like you're saying, seven and three since the coaching change. Um, you know, you look at it. Edmonton did that coaching change early in the year. Boy, that paid off. They're on a seven game winning streak, yep. and they have been one of the hottest teams in the league. Ottawa. Not so much. Still dead left. No, no, Ottawa. Yeah, Ottawa's Ottawa. And it's the between them and the Canadians, uh, just disappointment what's, all around. What's interesting about Ottawa, and I'm like like looking at it, looking at the really bad teams, like you I know you like to talk about goal differential a lot. And Ottawa's mm-hmm. is only minus nine, which tells me they're losing a lot of they're close in games. games. They're losing a yeah. lot of close games, and and that's the difference. When you you compare that to say our friends out in San Jose, who've lost eleven in a row again, minus eighty-four goal differential. Ooh, yeah, Chicago They're minus fifty-eight. Uh, my yeah. boys, the Caps are like a minus twenty-four. So yeah, it's uh, yeah. I mean, Ottawa's Ottawa's one of those teams that's like, well, you know, puck luck has a lot to do with it, as we've always said, and they're clearly not well, getting it. You know which one doesn't make sense, right? Uh, Penguins. Yeah, plus twelve. Plus twelve goal differential, but they can't seem to buy a win. Hey. Like, I tell you what, I know you hate to see it, no, right? You I, hate I, to see it. it's watching that game with the caps actually beat the pens earlier this week and, you know, got out to a four, nothing lead, even Ovechkin got a goal, which is kind of rare this year. Um, and then they held on for dear life. Sidney Crosby's got like 23 goals this year. Um, I can't remember the last time oh. he so thoroughly trounced Alex Ovechkin and goals scored and had, we got a ways to go, but, um, I, Sid's right up there near the top of the goal scorers this year. And I'm like, where did this come from? Yeah, you know, hockey's great like that with those resurgences and things like that. But that goal differential tells you that when the pens win, yeah. they win big. And, and, sure and when, when they, they lose, lose, they lose. They don't well, no, they, they don't lose by much. Right. They don't lose by much because it's the same, it's the same sort of argument. Like the goal differential tells you that they lose close games and they they tend to blow out their their opponents when when they play them in uh into victory so well, tampa bay the lightning have the it, same goal differential as ottawa but then they did give right. up seven to boston right so it's it's kind of it's kind of crazy though back to the blues it, it it's amazing that this is the basically the same bunch of guys yet their their level of play has shifted and this is the thing that i've always found that's fascinating about hockey that is different from any other sport like you don't you very rarely see in baseball, even in a 162-game season, a manager get fired mid-year. It almost never happens. Same thing, NBA, professional football. They just don't cut bait on coaches until the end of the season. Hockey's different, and it seems to work a lot of times. Right. Like It seems like 
whatever Baruby was teaching had finally stopped getting through. And the thing that I noticed with the Blues right before Baruby lost his job, I think I watched like it was either his last game or his next to last game. Happened to be on TV and I watched it. And I may have even texted you about it. They just didn't look like that gritty, tough team that Baruby molded in 2019 and early 2020. Like they did not look tough. They they wilted, it seemed like when the game got more physical. And it was so so strange to me to watch that and be like, this team was coached by the same guy that took them to a cup and had them literally physically dominating. Like they beat the shit out of Boston. Like just beat them up to to the point that they that that they out physical Boston into that victory. And you know, I used to have Boston, you know, Boston fans who were friends of mine who were just would come to me angry because they felt like, you know, St. Louis was just a bunch of dirty hockey players, which is how you know that that they were out physical in you. And maybe they, you know, who knows? Maybe they weren't dirty. I don't know. But we got our cup. I got the Christmas ornament to, to, to celebrate it. I mean, you win physical in the playoffs. The Blues did it. The Caps, right. the Caps that were way more physical than the Vegas Golden Knights were. They won the cup the year before. Um, I was going to ask you, do you, you know, talking about like hockey does this, like you're saying, I agree with you a hundred percent that there are more, you don't, you don't see it happen in football unless you get beat by 63 points on a Thursday night. And then they're like, all right, Brandon right. Staley, get the fuck out of here. But it's done. Yeah, it's done. Thank it's you done. for playing. Thank you. But hockey has, as far as like the minor league, the farm system, you know, baseball's got their farm system, but it seems like yep. with hockey, the coaches at the, at the levels below the pros, um, are usually tapped really quick to come up to the NHL if they're if they're having some success at that next level like ECHL, QHL, that sort of thing. Um, so I'm wondering if you think is hockey more inclined to do that because they're and I'm not taking anything away from baseball's farm system or AAA or AA or all that, but oh. from a coaching standpoint, these coaches at the next at the lower levels see more NHL ready nowadays, and I, and it seems like GMs are more inclined to give them a shot. And say, oh, I'm going to bring this guy up and inject some life into this whole because he's been injecting life into everything that they're doing at the lower level. Do you think that that right. is a factor? I mean, I think that you'd be surprised how many minor league managers end up in major league coaching staffs, maybe not just head coaching positions. I think it's in, in hockey, you, you don't have to make a splash hire for your manager or for your head coach. So, you know, just looking at the Blues situation, you know, our guy that we hired that, that came up, he took the Springfield Thunderbirds to the finals, the AHL finals the year before. So he's clearly was a winning coach. Now they weren't doing nearly as well this year, but they were still doing, they're still holding their own. They're still doing all right. And so I think that, yeah, it's, it's a little bit different in that you get to really cut your teeth in these, in these feeder systems and that there is a lot of faith from GMs. Whereas I look at major league baseball and it really depends on the franchise uh, because those big, like those big time, like if the New, if the New York Yankees are looking through for a new manager, they're not going to their farm system. They're right. not going to promote from right. within. Like they're just not. The Dodgers aren't going to do that. They may hire one of quote their guys, but it's not going to be Skip Schumacher, who you know, you know, had to work his way through a couple of different minor league systems before getting his chance. And boy, the Cardinals were really kicking themselves for not giving him that chance. Instead, we've got Harley Marmol, who, you know, I don't even know really what he was doing before then. 
Well, uh, he was doing something, I guess, because they apparently thought he was the man for the job. And as we know that, well, he he was he was a stooge. That's what he, he was a stooge for the front office. Like that's anyway. That's that's for baseball talk, and that that's a show that doesn't exist and, and that we don't have. Let's actually let's let's get into some of the goings ons in hockey. We have to talk about Florida. Florida is when we last left this season. Um, in November, all we did was talk about, um, Boston and Vegas and how Boston, Boston and Vegas. Yeah. Boston and Vegas, we're, were crushing it. And we questioned whether anybody could catch slash keep up. Well, since that has happened, some things have flipped Vancouver leading the Pacific Winnipeg leading the central over Colorado, the New York Rangers, up ahead of the Carolina Hurricanes. And Boston is still in first with 54 points, but charging hard on their heels right now. The Florida Panthers, seven in a row, eight of their last 10. They are crushing it. They're winning in a lot of different ways. They won yesterday with, um, what was it? Sorry, I got a little Matthew Kachuk and Alexander Barkov recording four point outings like they're getting it done from everywhere right now and i guess my question to you is is this a surge and they fall back down or do you think they're here to stay oh they're here to stay you got to remember this is the defending eastern conference champions so uh, the team that knocked off boston last year call it a fluke call it whatever you want they beat boston and they kept right on rolling until they ran into the buzzsaw that was vegas so uh i am not surprised i mean last year was a surprise how far they fell off this is a team that won what the president's cup the year before so right you just got, don't win the president's cup people right you, stop winning the president's cup you've got a pedigree here they've got all the all the pieces in place they're getting great goaltending um i i don't see florida going away anytime soon they're they're for real boston may want to face them in the playoffs to try and uh and make up for last year but i'd be careful what you wish for <laughs> bruins fans because they are they are no joke and they're probably better this year more experienced they've got better chemistry they believe in themselves a little bit more yeah they're going to be a tough out do they overtake boston in the atlantic not in the regular season i don't think so i think boston's no. too boston's too too good at home uh and and just overall i think it'll be really hard for Boston, I to, to for Florida to get them. Florida and Toronto battling down the stretch for second and third might be fun because you want to get that home ice advantage for that series, right? Um, and you know we saw I think they played last year Florida and Toronto as well, so we kind of saw how that played out. Um, yeah. yeah, I'm just I'm done I'm done with the Maple Leafs. They they burned me too many times. <laughs> well, little steps. We got by the first round. Now we got to get to the every every finals. every every team I believe in sucks. All right, like I believe in the Blackhawks, they suck. I believe in the Maple Leafs, they suck. Uh, the only thing I ever got right was the Colorado Avalanche once. Well, that's true. Yeah, there's some surprising stuff going on around the league. Um, Speaking you- of Chicago, we 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 got to talk about Chicago too. Uh, just Connor Bedard. Uh, for those who who haven't caught Connor Bedard, now moved to the IR uh, with a broken jaw, which yikes, gross. I finally got to see him play, and I get it. Like I get it. the kid's phenomenal to watch. Um, he's still tiny. God, he's so little. He's so little out there. But man, what he can do with the puck! With it. I mean, the dude 
yeah, it's it's just amazing. He scores so fast. He uses he's he uses his smaller size actually to his advantage. Allows him to get into to creases and holes that you wouldn't expect him to be able to get in there. Um, I feel bad for Chicago's ticket sales because he was the reason to go to a Chicago Blackhawks game right now. The Chicago Blackhawks weren't winning games. Connor Bedard was the most was worth paying money to see though in in Chicago. Yeah, it's um it's unfortunate, but that small size. I mean, he took a big hit. And that's where that's where the broken jaw comes from. But, you know, what's 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 even worse? He's, you know, he got voted to the all star game. I don't think he's going to be able to play in that. Um, so, nope. you know, it would have been cool to see him. And well, if you're Chicago, you don't want him to play in that. No, no, you're right. I mean, they, yeah. Why? What's the point? Other than watching him and Connor McDavid, you know, in a skills challenge, that might have been a lot of fun. But um yeah, it's been it's been a rough year. It's going to be a process in Chicago. You know, they're going to be very Edmonton like. It's right. going to be a few years before they get the pieces around him to make him a better player and to make them a better team. But yeah, he's he's dynamic. Um, I know while we were out, we got to him and I forget who the other guy for uh oh for um for Anaheim. I forget his name. But they both scored the Michigan goals within like minutes of each other. Uh, that's what they're. That's what the, yeah, new, yeah, the new phrase is. Whenever these guys lacrosse shot these pucks in the net, they're calling it the Michigan goal. Um, you know, to see one done every once in a while is one thing. To see two of them done within minutes, two of in each the other, same night. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Zgrass. I mean, and that was it. Was isn't, beautiful. Isn't it Trevor, that? Trevor Zgrass? Or, yeah, I'm, I'm trying know. to scroll up and find it. But yeah, Trevor Zgrass. Every once like, in a while, I remember. Yeah, there were so many. But, uh, you know, yeah, it's, there's just so much skills, so many, so many great skills on that. And I've never seen a Michigan goal once anywhere, you know, scored, let alone twice, like so, uh, live. I've never seen a live. Let me pose this to you. Who's your biggest surprise of the year so far? Um, God, that's a good question. Um, I don't know. I, I was, I would say I'm surprised that Detroit has hung in as long as they've hung in. Like, you know they're they're middle of the pack, but I I didn't I wasn't completely bought in on them being a factor, but I think they're still within striking distance, which is su- surprising to me. Like as a team, I, I kind of love them. Uh, I would say that's probably been my biggest surprise. Uh, looking at this, I also was surprised that the Kraken didn't fall, have have yet to really follow up the season they had last year. Uh, well, this season. They're starting. They're, they're middling, as you so. Yeah, they're 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 on a six game. They played really well lately. Six game winning streak. Dominated right. the Winter Classic, so that was a big moment for the Kraken and, and beat the defending champions. Yep. Shut them out as well. So yeah, right. I, you know, for me, Vancouver has come out of nowhere. I mean, like I think like last year, I thought really yep. highly of them, and they disappointed. They're the fact that they're in first place ahead of the Knights right now um, is, yep. is uh, I did not see that one coming. And yeah, two points up, but a bigger surprise to me, the Philadelphia Flyers, as much as it pains me to say this, uh, the Flyers third place in the Metro. Uh, yeah, I, I did not see the Philadelphia Flyers be in third place in the Metro right now in a virtual tie with the Islanders. I, I was like, OK, I'm not sure what Philly's doing over there, but it seems to be working. And um, I, you know, usually they kind of fade off by now and kind of drop off. But the Flyers are way better than I thought. And my guys are about where I thought they'd be. Middle of the pack, fighting for the playoffs, winning tight games and then getting blown out six to two. Because why? Let's give up five goals to Carolina in the third period. Why not? <laughs> That's I mean, shit happens, bro. Yeah. Man, shit happens. That's that. That should be the title of this uh, the season for the Caps. Shit happens. Shit happens. <laughs> well, 
You you like being mired in misery with your team, so it's a little it's a little hard to I take know, you seriously. I All right, I we're gonna, I don't like it. It's just an inevitability. Cool. We're gonna take our second commercial break though, real quick. And when we come back, we're gonna talk some milestones because a few milestones have happened since we've been gone as well. And I think it's always worthwhile on a sports show to give talent its flowers. So we're gonna do that when we come back. You are listening to Hockey Talk here on the Chairshot Radio Network, part of the Chairshot.com. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Hey folks, PC Tony here. Thanks to our new partnership with Angry Lemonade, you can save 10% on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code CHAIRSHOT. Head to angrylemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services. Use the promo code CHAIRSHOT to save 10%. That's angrylemonade.net. Welcome back to Hockey Talk. Patrick O'Dowd and David Ungar here on the CHAIRSHOT Radio Network, part of the CHAIRSHOT.com, where we remind you to always... Use your head. Remember to head over to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot and invest in a chair shot shirt to help keep us going because you know you love us. You know you love us and you want to represent us with some of that sweet, sweet swag. Uh, there is no uh, hockey talk shirt though, still, Dave. Uh, um, well, you know, when you only show up once every couple months, it's going to be hard to get fair, the, fair. Be hard I, to get I feel, the powers I feel like we've be... lost the privilege. I, I do feel like, yes, we've right. lost the privilege. Right. All right. Let's talk some milestones in hockey. We actually had one happen last night. Actually, do you know this? Did you see this? Mark Andre Fleury earned his 551st win in Minnesota's overtime victory, making him second all time behind one Patrick Waugh for most wins in NHL history. I would not have guessed. Mark Andre Fleury has number two, but now he's number two. Yeah, I mean that is kind of surprising when you think of all the great goaltenders in history. I mean, Waz number one. Wait, where's Ken Dryden on this list? Where's you know people like that? Um, but then you think about the teams he's played for. Uh, what bad? How many? I, what he got? Two cups with the Pens. Got one with Vegas. No, he didn't get one with Vegas, or did he? He was a backup. No, he wasn't there last year. Um. Yeah, I, I guess he's. When you think about regular season wins and the teams he's played for, it. Wait a second. Now, how is it that the NHL.com? So I'm reading this right off NHL.com. That sorry, maybe I read this wrong. Let me let me let me read this right. So this is the victory marked the 551st of Fleury's career, which tied him with Patrick Waugh for the second most in NHL history. But but that's what. It, oh, it's uh Martin Brodeur. I'm an idiot. Oh, okay. There I'm you go. It's time, not leave. Martin Brodeur. Artie Brodeur with his 691 wins. So he's tied he's... with Waugh. I thought Waugh was number one. My mistake. I don't think he's catching So all Brodeur. you hockey nuts out there Brodeur. who are screaming at the podcast. Yeah, nobody's catching Marty Brodeur. Uh, but I had I had names like Curtis Joseph in my mind, Ed Belfour in, in, in my head. Neither of those guys are even close. Um, uh, to, to number two, Roberto Luongo, 489. He's fourth. You know, so it's um, it's crazy. I will say this. So Marc-Andre Fleury, he's not going to catch Mar- Marty Brodeur. Like, there's just no way. Marty Brodeur, by the way, 1,266 games play, and he won 690. He was he was the winning goaltender in 691 of those games. That's that's, that's obscene. Um, even, you know, even Marc-Andre Fleury, you know, 1,003 games He's at 551. Patrick Waugh did it in 1029. So 
pretty that's i mean that's elite it's elite company that is as you said though also being around really good teams do you think the goaltender win stat is like the pitcher win stat in baseball that it's it's nice but does it really mean that much uh you know because and i always i always think of it this way bob gibson one without question greatest pitcher in the history of cardinal base period um his offense gave him like less than two runs a game now granted it was a different era of baseball but if you got bob gibson and you and you can't give him more than a run like what are you doing well and i think baseball yeah you got to get run support um, but baseball is different than hockey because, you know, you get to the sixth inning, you turn it over your bullpen. So you're kind of bound to whatever, right. whatever they're doing. And they, either they're going to hold it and get you the win or, or you're not. And, and hockey goalies don't have that luxury. You know, you've got to make it to the end to get a win. So I, I, I wouldn't make it a one-to-one comparison. Um, but I think with hockey, getting goal support would certainly help. You know, if you're involved in every game is one to nothing your win-loss percentage is not going to be as high as it is for Marty Brodeur or, or Marc-Andre Fleury or Patrick Waugh or anything like that. Right. Well, and, and to, to be honest, like some of those avalanche teams that Patrick Waugh had in front of him, oh, man. That's and his true. Canadian teams, were, he won a cup in Montreal. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah so. absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's last, interesting. I'm kind of I'm going, Canadian cup, by the way. I'm going through this all-times wins list. You know who's an interesting name to pay attention to? On this list is guy at number 23. Do you know who's 23? On the team. Carey Price. Okay. Carey Price. He's 712 games into his career. He's got 361 wins. And see, this is what we're talking about. If he's on a better team and not these abysmal Montreal Canadiens teams, you're talking about an entirely different, you know, you put him on the Boston Bruins. They may not lose again. <laughs> so, I mean, right. you know, I, it, and that that's that's the unfortunate thing. You get the, this talent level in, in a certain position that's just bogged down with these rocking Pekka, Pekka Ryan and Pekka Ryan in Nashville, yeah. 369 wins in 683 games. He's number 21. Yeah. Nashville has been, eh, you know, they've been kind of hit and missy for many years, but yeah. Um, Sergei Bobrovsky, 380. Right. And in, he, in 672 games. He made Columbus relevant for a while. And then ever since he, they got rid yep. of him, they haven't been so relevant anymore. But look what he's done in Florida. Right. Look at it. Look at what he did in Florida. Well, that's, I mean, he's picking up wins left and right here. So it's just, it's, it's fascinating. And I look at some of these names and I'm like, some of these names, I'm like, wow, they only had this, like Grant Fuhrer who played for like a bajillion teams. All those cup winning uh, teams. Like in half Edmonton, the right. He only has 403 wins. Huh. That's interesting. I wonder if they rested him a lot during that. I mean, and just saved him for the playoffs because he. Would I don't have... know. It's. I mean, a lot of these careers, like Roberto Luongo, he he kept out of four eighty nine. So, see, like I'm wondering, it's... like, is Ron Hextall on this list? Because I imagine he's got a lot of regular season wins. Playoff success was. Uh, Let's uneven. see. I'm still scrolling. Still scrolling. Maybe not. Is there a way to search this thing? Hold on. Let me see. Yeah, sorry. I'm just looking at that. So here's your top 10. Marty Brodeur, Marc-Andre Fleury, Patrick Waugh, Roberto Longo, Ed Belfour, Henrik Lundqvist, mm. Curtis Joseph, Terry Sawchuk, Jacques Plante, and Tony Esposito round out your top 10. Jacques Plante? Wasn't and, he the guy who got hit in the face and introduced and ushered in the era of goalies wearing masks? I you ever watch those old videos of these games where the goalies aren't oh, wearing God. masks and you're just cringe every time. It's like, oh my God. But yeah, there was a time where goalies didn't wear masks, kids. Yeah. I mean, nobody wore hell like nobody wore helmets. 
you're firing a you're firing a hardened piece of rubber at 130 miles an hour. 100 some odd miles an hour is ridiculous. So uh, crazy, crazy stuff. Uh, we mentioned, you know, we mentioned the Panthers, but Matthew Kachuk and Alexander Barkov both hit uh, milestones as well. Uh, 200 goals for Kachuk and 700 games for Barkov. Um, Sam Reinhardt added his seventh career hat trick. Like they're they're setting some records. Yeah. I don't even know. I don't even know if you have anything you want to follow up on that. But like, my goodness. Yeah. You know, I, it's it's all part yeah. of the part of the uh, part of Florida's surge. Yeah. It's uh, it's all kind of going crazy. Um, there was one other one, and I'm trying to see if I can find it now again. Oh well, must not have been that important. Um, you want to talk about the All Stars? Who made the team? Who didn't? Anybody notable? Um, it's always funny when your team sucks, like mine. And they're like, this guy made it to the all-star team for the first time. And I'm like, because there's nobody else to put on the team. Well, I know. Oh, duh. Sorry. Connor McDavid got his 900th career point. Yeah. In like no <laughs> Fastest time. to 900 in NHL. 602 games played. Fastest to 900 points in NHL history. Is Connor McDavid. This is going to be tough. Time for the hot takes. Does Connor McDavid supplant Wayne Gretzky as greatest of all time? Greatest of all time or greatest goal scorer? I don't know. Was Gretzky that great of a defender? Not a defender, no, but a great goal scorer. So, so what? Yeah. I, I mean, so it's Connor McDavid. You're talking greatest of all time, no. He, I mean, until he wins that cup, it's, it's, it's not a conversation. Fair. You know, you got, you got to get that champion. He's not, I mean, he's got to get Edmonton at least to the conference finals. He hasn't pulled that off yet. I think until it's like the same conversation we had with Ovechkin all those years. It's like, is he, is he, is he one of the all time greats? Well, really not till he got him over the hump and got that cup. Um, so I don't think it, it's too soon to tell. Could, does he have the potential? Absolutely. Um, he's young enough. You know, I would not be surprised even if Ovi catches Gretzky at some point, And I'm not sure that's going to happen to see McDavid make a serious run at the goals record, whatever number that is um, at the rate he's going. But yeah, I know Austin Matthews, Connor Bedard, they got most of the votes. Um, I know, like, I heard Ovechkin has basically said that even if the fans vote him in, he's not going to play because he's like... Well, he's he's a he's a game-time decision a game today. Time like, decision. He's nursing a lot of injuries. Yeah, he's been playing better. And I, I was watching the Caps power play, and they're doing some different stuff, like... Ovechkin got a goal the other night from the top of the top of the faceball circle on the opposite side. I was like, wait, what? Uh, but I know he's trying to get rested up for the make the search for the second half because Ovi's the kind of guy he doesn't care about the record so much. He just wants the team to win, and they are as middle of the pack as you can possibly get. TJ Oshie's gone for some undisclosed reason. No one knows what's going on with him. So it's going to be a struggle for the Caps the second half, and their goaltending is Charlie Lindgren was great, but I think he's hurt. And now it's like they don't have anybody play back-to-back nights anymore, which is <laughs> Kemper has one good game, and then okay, we got to let Hunter Shepard play, and he gets roasted by the Devils. So I let's see who let's else, see. Who else we got here. Jack Eichel is of course on oh, there. Absolutely. Nick Suzuki, Kucherov, okay. Nikita Kucherov. He's in his fifth All Star game. Sidney Crosby, Jake Ottinger. Igor Shosturkin out of hey, New York. Robert Thomas, St. Louis Blues forward. First first time ever because we don't have talent right now. And then the fan vote's going to fill in everything else, right? <laughs> right. Who are – let's look at the fan vote. Let's see like who who is left. Who can we vote on? Yeah. So 
You can vote at NHL.com forward slash vote. I'm on it. All right. You can select up to eight. We did this last year. We voted last year together. So you can select up to eight skaters and four four goalies. I want to see who they are. Oh, here we go. Those are the the pre-selected Oscars. Do I I feel like create an account to like see the names? Tom Wilson got voted as an all-star for the Caps. That's exciting. Yeah, he's having a really not turn. You know, he's not not getting in fights as much and, and just kind of being more of the Good for uh, him. getting more of a, a goal scoring thing. And every once in a while, like what's that that one game that they played? Who did we beat? I forget who they played. I think it, maybe it was Columbus. And the goalie like shoved him into the uh, into the net after he came in hard. He got shoved into the goalie, and the goalie like kept him in the net and started beating on him. Caps got a power play and won in overtime. So nice, nice restraint. <laughs> I'm gonna tell uh, I'm gonna tell the NHL.com that I'm was born in 1906. Oh gosh, it's so much work now. By the way, folks. All right, let's see. Let's see. It is. I had to create an account, give a give a name for myself for uh, for fan zone, and then adding a skater, I can add hide pre-selected all stars. Yeah. I'm like looking because you can vote for anybody. Barkov, so, for, Barkov for sure needs to get voted in there. <laughs> yeah. Let's see. Let's uh, we can. It's Bo, sorted by points. So you've got Artemi Panarin, Panarin Bo Horvat down. Here. You have JT Miller, Rantanen, Miko Rantanen, Elias Peterson, Kel McCarr. Mm. I haven't quite the year he did last year, but it's only got nine goals on the season. God damn, Joe Pavelski still on the. <laughs> it's like, jeez, how old is he now? <laughs> did we vote? Did we vote for Jay Ginsel last year? I think I might and held my nose. Leon Dreis. I didn't. I didn't know the. I didn't know Leon Dreisaitl wasn't. Didn't had hadn't made it yet. Kind of crazy to me. I imagine Crosby's got to be automatic. Pavel Buchnevich. He's a, he is. Yeah, Connor McDavid is. He is. But Leon Dreisaitl. He's having a good season. Like eighteen goals, twenty four assists. Like Braden Point, nineteen goals, twenty three assists. Like it surprises me that surprises me a lot of these guys aren't on here. But yeah, what do I know? Um. Anyway, voting's still open. We'll get those last skaters and. You know, four uh, four goalies, four goals uh, down there, down the road. So, take some time, do that. Vote on your NHL All Stars, Dave. It's been two months since we've done a hockey talk. We're wrapping up our 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 first hockey talk episode of 2024. How we how we feeling? Any last thoughts before we before we say goodbye to the masses? I'm just looking at the goalies. Um, Bobrovsky, Bennington. How is Bennington not? I mean, he should be. Cause he's up and down, dude. He's up and down. You're on a shitty. You're on a me, You're on a mediocre team. When you're on a mediocre team, is it even if you're good? Like it's hard. It's hard to get that national attention. Yeah, Aiden Hill's got a solid goals against one point nine three. Cool. All right. Well, hey, we're gonna wrap it up, folks. Do your own pro- homework. Do your research. Vote on those goalies. Vote on those skaters. Help finish off the NHL All Star teams, Dave. Before we get out of here, tell everybody where to find you on the ChairShot Radio Network and the ChairShot.com, and maybe on the socials if you feel like it. Yeah, you can find me on uh, Twix, since that seems to be the official name for the platform formerly known as Twitter on the ChairShot. That seems to be our prevailing wisdom, at Attitude Ag, that is at Attitude A-G-G, Facebook.com, slash Attitude of Aggression, and threads and Instagram, at Attitude of Aggression, all one word. You can follow me on the X Twitter at Wrestling Realist. That is at W R E S T L N G R E A L I S T. That is the same handle on Instagram. That is the same handle on Threads. Um, you listen to me every Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday on the Chairshot Radio Network. Monday's talking nerdy stuff with Dave, Ray Cash, PC Tunney, kind of just 
we're kind of an open door over on the bandwagon now. We're letting everybody in. Um, Tuesdays, talking hockey with my good buddy Dave Ungar, and Wednesdays, wrestling with one Greg DeMarco. That's going to do it for this week's edition of Hockey Talk, everyone. Thank you for your patience in our absence. We will be back next week, I promise, unless we change our minds, (laughs) which could happen. It always does. Until then, you've been listening to Hockey Talk here on the ChairShot Radio Network, a part of the ChairShot.com. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com.